With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics DFS Rundown. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I am your host, John June, and as always, this is the DFS Rundown for Week 7, y'all. Um, listen, so it's it's going to be a short one today. Uh, I didn't um, actually really have much time to prep this week uh, for DFS, and then with the Geo news, Giovanni Bernard, and now the Jamal Williams news, um, and uh, I'm not sure if you, if you all are aware, but... Um, Joe Mixon is out. Giovanni Bernard is entering in as potentially uh, what we call the free square here with him being, um, you know, rel- very low price, not min price, but very low price, uh, allowing you to jam uh, a bunch of studs and, uh, you know, multiple studs into your lineup. Um, and with Aaron Jones being a game time decision, we potentially get that same thing with Jamal Williams, who... Again, almost min-priced, not min-priced, but uh, by rostering one or even two of these guys, this is going to allow everyone to jam multiple or different studs into their lineup. Um, This will cause a ton of overlap between lineups. Uh, It's going to make it a very high-variance week. And so when that's the case, it's better to dial back the amount of money you have in play. Uh, It's better to uh, play more GPPs or more tournaments uh, because it's going to be more high variance uh, as opposed to playing more cash games, you know, 50-50s or head-to-heads. Um, you know, if you're playing 80% of your bankroll in, in cash and 20% in GPPs, maybe you might want to dial, dial it back to, you know, 50% in cash or maybe even less than that. So, um, yeah, so... That's where I'm at. Uh, I, I I'm just gonna go run through some you know some uh, plays this, that I that I have this week. Again, uh, I will throw out a cash game play. You know s- uh, some some people that you may be interested in, but um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a short one for sure. So starting with the quarterback position, uh, cash game quarterback Kyler Murray, eighty four hundred on Fanduel, seventy one hundred on DK, uh, gets to go up against Seattle, who gives up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks on both sides. This game is tied for the highest total on both slates, and you know, like we like to do in our cash game lineups, we like to get the uh, the rushing floor from our quarterback, and Kyler Murray he provides that. Um, and then you're wondering, John, why is Josh Allen not here? He's usually the cash game play. He's 8,800. So on FanDuel, 7,700 on DK. So priced up a little bit, but he's the GPP quarterback. So don't worry, we got him in here. 
uh, getting to face the New York Jets, who have given up a uh, top three performance, or they gave up a top three performance to Allen the last time these two fa- these two teams faced off. And uh, you know, uh, again, when he's on the main slate, we're gonna have to play him. You know, the price is getting up there, uh, and with, you know, with the, some of the free squares, it's it's easy to get, it's easier to get up to him. Um, so uh, definitely like that there, and then. Uh, some value plays at the quarterback, actually. Going to go with some of the rookies here. Uh, actually going to go with both of them, uh, Justin Herbert. Um, actually, guys, I just had an idea. So we're going to completely switch up the format for this week. Uh, I'm just going to start throwing out some of my... just going to start talking through some of my favorite GPP plays uh, at each position. I'll, I'll throw out the cash game play, but... Uh, you know, we'll, we can get a little funky today since it, it is going to be a, a little weird. Um, but just going to throw out some ideas. And, you know, maybe by the time you guys all got this, your, your lineups are kind of set. Or maybe with all the news, you're, you're kind of still figuring everything out. But I'm just going to kind of, you know, just kind of throw stuff out there. Um, you know, some of the stuff that I'm thinking I'm doing. Uh, so, you know, you, you, you all can... can um, be privy to some of some of that stuff that's going on in my brain. But uh, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, both in great spots, uh, both relatively cheap. And again, with a week like this, with some of these free squares, uh, you know, Justin Herbert, seventy five hundred on FanDuel, uh, sixty four hundred on DK. Joe Burrow, seventy one hundred on FanDuel, fifty five hundred on DK. So, um, you know, some of these these free squares could allow you and then these free essentially not free squares at quarterbacks but these value plays at quarterback could allow you to you know pay up at uh you know into some of these passing attacks right so uh, maybe you don't have to pay up for kyler murray you don't have to pay up for russell wilson uh maybe you pay down for one of these guys but then you can pay up for a dk metcalf or a tyler lockett or uh deandre hopkins if he can go so um you know, something to look at there. And then uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, he's just kind of there. You know, I mean, 8,000 on FanDuel, 6,800 on DK. Uh, I mean, I love this matchup against Green Bay. Uh, I think that this game is going to be high scoring. Um, and I mean, I know I definitely am picking the over here, but the total 56 is the third highest total on the main slate this week, so, um, yeah, I mean, this is going to be, you, you've got the Green Bay Packers projected for almost 30 points, uh, Houston's going to have to catch up, and you know I love me some Deshaun in comeback mode, so, um, yeah, definitely, uh, like Deshaun Watson this week, um, you know, Matt Stafford, and that, and just that, that, you know, that, that Atlanta, uh, Detroit game, uh, but those two quarterbacks there, Matt Ryan, 7,800 on FanDuel, 6,700 on DK, and then Stafford is 7,300 on FanDuel and 6,500 on DK. So uh, both those guys in great spots there. Uh, Matt Ryan's got his allotment of weapons back. Matthew Stafford has uh, got Kenny Galladay back fully healthy um, or seems so. So definitely like those guys there so when this week started alvin Kamara, he was a great play right uh coming into this week 9300 
on FanDuel, 7900 on DK. The price was prohibitive. Not impossible, but it, it, it definitely uh, definitely would have made it tough. But when you consider as the week went on, we got no Michael Thomas, no Emmanuel Sanders. Shoot, even Benny Fowler ended up on IR. I mean, this team was becoming devoid of pass catchers, and Alvin Kamara was looking like a, a better and better play by the minute. Uh, you know, Carolina, who they get to go up against this week, has no team has given up more targets or more receptions to the running back position than the Carolina Panthers. Uh, and Alvin Kamara, well, he currently leads his New Orleans, this New Orleans Saints teams, this New Orleans Saints team in targets and receptions. So, um, yeah, Alvin Kamara was a great play. I mean, he still is a great play. Don't get me wrong. He's a great play. It's just everybody's going to have Giovanni Bernard and Alvin Kamara in their lineup this week. Uh, but if you're playing cash, Kamara, that's the guy to play. Um, I mean, even if you're playing a GPP, I think he's more than viable for sure, right? I mean, I never want to overthink this, right? Like, Oh, yeah, Kamara, I mean, he's a great play, but everyone's going to play him, so let me play somebody else. Let's not get cute. Um, I mean, unless, obviously, there's there's reason, right? I mean, you could tell yourself a story where Latavius Murray ends up stealing some rushing touchdowns, whatever, but I think New Orleans, uh, or Carolina, rather, goes, you know, makes this game a little back and forth. Therefore, we end up with uh, a higher pace game, a lot of uh, pass attempts by Drew Brees, a decent amount by Drew Brees, uh, and with no Camara, I mean, with no pass catchers, no Michael Thomas, no Emmanuel Sanders, um, Camara is going to have to be utilized and leaned on as a pass catcher. Which shoot, I think that maybe you can play Latavius Murray as well. Then, right? Um, that makes a ton of sense. If Latavius Murray, you can use him as, uh, I, I don't, you I mean, you can just kind of just assume that a bunch of this production is going to go through these two running backs here. So, uh, yeah, maybe that's a, that's something that we can do in some GPPs, uh, to differentiate. Cause that's what it's going to be about this week. You know, uh, how can you dif- differentiate yourself from the field? So, um, moving on, another running back I like in cash is going to be David Johnson, 6,300 on, uh, FanDuel, 5,300 on DK. Uh, he's in a great spot here against Green Bay, who gives up the most fantasy points, uh, to the running back position on both sites. So, uh, gotta love, uh, David Johnson in this one again, in a high total, uh, you know, 56, 56 and a half points. So got to love this one here. Uh, just a- attacking this whole Green Bay Houston game, to be honest. Um, and then from a GPP perspective, I mean, I guess you could consider David Johnson the value play there because that's really cheap for a guy that's seen 76% of the running back rush share in every game but one, uh, which was week one when he uh, got banged up you know, against Kansas City on Thursday night football. So definitely uh, consider that a value play 
right there. Uh, James Robinson, also a value play, too. I mean, the matchup, uh, not great, but, uh, you know, in DFS, you know, even even redraft, really, honestly, at this point, we don't even really care about matchups as much as we care about volume. Um, if a guy is going to see reception work, he's going to see, uh, you know, rushing attempts, and that's really what we care about, goal line opportunities. And James Robinson is going to get those, uh, especially Chris Thompson. He was put on the COVID COVID IR list. So that means more reception totals for James Robinson here. Uh, 6,400 on FanDuel, 6,200 on DK. So uh, again, I bring his, I bring this guy up every week, but that's what it's about. It's about volume. And that's what we, that's what we care about more. Uh, you know, we can predict volume easier than we can predict touchdowns, right? We can tell you who's going to get the ball easier than we can predict who's going to score touchdowns. That's just, you know, that, you know, as an industry, we're just better at projecting, projecting touches. Um, Clyde Edwards Lair, seven thousand on FanDuel, sixty one hundred on DK. Uh, I think he is a great GPP play this week. Uh, there is expected to be snow, uh, potentially three to five inches uh, in this Denver game. Um, so we obviously know that that can affect the pass game. We obviously know that the field or public perception, uh, even after him having uh, Clyde Edwards-Lair having over 160 rushing yards um, on Monday Night Football, um, a lot of people may fade him a little bit because of Le'Veon Bell's presence, uh, his presence in this game. So, um, you know, people may be concerned. So Clyde Edwards-Lair, I think he makes a great, great, great uh gpp play um shoot i think i just realized yeah giovanni bernard and jamal williams are the value plays i mean i don't even have to get into those right giovanni bernard 4800 on fanduel 4500 on dk jamal williams 5 5000 on fanduel 4000 on dk and jamal williams that's only 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 if uh aaron jones doesn't play if Aaron Jones plays, Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones uh, both become GPP plays only for me, in my opinion. Because um, again, I I don't I don't risk injury uh, playing cash games. But if I'm playing a GPP or a tournament, you know I'm trying to be a little bit contrarian. You got to take a little bit of risk uh, if you want to take down a GPP. So um, yeah, you, that's that's where my stance is on that. Um, but other GPP plays, uh, Ezekiel Elliott uh, is 9,500 on, on FanDuel, 7,800 on DK. Um, has a matchup with Washington. Everyone obviously saw Monday Night Football with Dallas and Arizona, probably off of Zeke because of that game or off of the Cowboys because of that game. But I think Zeke Elliott makes a ton of sense. Um, Especially if you bring it back with a Terry McLaurin, who's a guy that obviously uh, he's Greg start of the week. I mean, I love him this week. I think he dominates this week against Dallas. So a lot of Zeke, a lot of Terry uh, could go a long way uh, in helping you take down a GPP this week. And then, um, yeah, I mean, Chris uh, Chris Carson, uh, I think he's a nice leverage play. Uh, a lot of people are obviously going to be on this Seattle Arizona game, uh, they're gonna be on the passing attacks of these games, and rightfully so. I mean, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett uh, to go along with Kyler Murray, and 
DeAndre Hopkins, um, you want pieces of, of those passing attacks for sure. But Chris Carson could be the leverage player. Even, uh, dare I say it, Kenyon Drake could be the leverage play. Who, by the way, Kenyon Drake's price on, on both sites, uh, you know, borderline disrespectful. I mean, 6000 on FanDuel, 4800 on on DK. I mean, uh, he's still getting volume. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I know he hasn't been great with it, but volume, high total. Seattle has not been... Um, Seattle has not been great against against running backs. So, um, I mean, just visually looking, they have not been great. I mean, I know the metrics might say that they're that they're pretty good against the running back position, but uh, they got. I mean, each one of those Minnesota running backs could have easily gone over a hundred yards against those guys. Um, so, I, if Kenyon Drake's getting opportunities, uh, I think I like him in this matchup as well. DeAndre Swift, man, I told you to get him last week, and he hit. It was awesome. Uh, so this week against Atlanta, they gave up a ton of receptions to uh, to the running back position. They give up receptions to everybody. They just give it up to everybody, to be honest. But DeAndre Swift uh, saw uh, almost an even running back rush share with, with Adrian Peterson last week, which we almost never see, um, which or which we haven't seen all year. But we also know from DeAndre Swift that he has this reception floor or, you know, this ability as a pass catcher. So if this game between Detroit and Atlanta gets a little out of hand, you know we're not going to see AP. It seems that Carrion Johnson's already fallen out of favor in this backfield and this rotation. Uh, he's clear number three behind DeAndre Swift and Adrian Peterson. So if we get a pass-heavy game script here for Detroit, that means a lot of DeAndre Swift on the field. We already know they trust him around the goal line. Uh, as I alluded to, or as I mentioned last, or earlier in the week, um, they trust him to close out the game as well. So DeAndre Swift, uh, he's again, he's he's in a great spot here. He's sixty one hundred on uh, Fanduel, fifty four hundred on DK. Uh, that price on DK is lovely. I mean, even on Fanduel too. Uh, but that price on DK, man, gotta love that one. So DeAndre Swift, I think, I think he's a viable uh, GPP play this week. I think that's it for the running back position. I mean, obviously, you we could always like like running backs, but again, I just always like to attach myself to running backs that have uh, reception floor, running backs that, um, you know, are obviously in good offenses and have opportunities to score touchdowns. Um, so definitely like that there. Cash games, wide receivers, gotta be my guy, Kenny G, man. Uh, 7,600 on FanDuel, uh, 6,700 on DK, gets to go up against Atlanta. Uh, this is, he's in a great spot here against, going up against Kendall Sheffield, who, uh, if y'all didn't hear the breakdown, basically he's given up 15 half point PPR points per game. He's also giving up 18.6 PPR points per game. So Kendall Sheffield, he's our friend. Uh, we want to make sure we play the wide receiver that gets to go up against Kendall Sheffield. And this week, that wide receiver happens to be Kenny Galladay. So uh, Kenny Galladay, also a stud in his own right there. So, uh, And by the way, those PPR, half-point PPR numbers by Kendall Sheffield, 
that he gives up, those are all without touchdowns. By the, I mean, he's only given up one touchdown on the year. So, um, yeah, play Ken, play uh, Kenny Galladay. Um, moving on to the uh, value play at the wide receiver position. Uh, I don't even know if he technically should count, but I'm going to throw him on here because uh, the, the sites have not necessarily caught on. But A.J. Brown, 6,800 on FanDuel. 6,300 on DK. Uh, my man's seen at least eight targets each game this year. He saw a 30% target share uh, in his first game back. Uh, believe it was like a 26% target share in the previous game. Uh, but either way, I mean, Pittsburgh surprisingly uh, not doing well against the wide receiver position. So um, definitely want to start AJ Brown this week. Uh, another, or, you know, Obviously, it's DFS, but you're gonna you're gonna you want to get him into your lineups. Um, another um, value play at the wide receiver position this week uh, that has got to be my guy T Higgins, man. I mean, I was not a huge T Higgins fan coming out of Clemson. Uh, I mean, it had more to do with his combine pre pre draft process that was really my issue with T Higgins, but. Uh, I mean, I can't deny talent, man. The guy, 5,700 on FanDuel, 5,300 on DK. He's ascending as Joe Burrow's number one target here. Uh, we know how bad Cleveland is against the wide receiver position. So T. Higgins, he's somebody that I'm, I'm trying to get into my lineups, especially this cheap. Um, yeah, definitely want to play him. Uh, and then moving on to some GPPs, uh, DJ Moore, oh man, DJ Moore, I had to say it, 6,600 on FanDuel, 5,600 on DK, uh, yeah man, I love Teddy Bridgewater in this matchup, uh, you know, New Orleans' passing attack has, or New Orleans' pass defense has not been good, they've been giving up, um, you know, they've given up three, tu- three passing touchdowns to quarterbacks in each game that they've played this year, they're only, the only uh, team to do that. Uh, they've given up 20 fantasy points to each quarterback that they face this year. So the receivers are having success as well. Um, the top targets of Teddy Bridgewater and DJ Moore. Uh, I know I said he was a sell a couple weeks ago, but it seems like him and Robbie Anderson, they're, they're flip-flopping back and forth you know, with this target share here. Um, so he had a 38.5% target share last week that led the NFL um, so depending on the deployment of Marshawn Lattimore, uh, interesting. I'm going to be curious to see what the uh, New Orleans Saints do with Marshawn Lattimore. But if they put Lattimore on Robbie Anderson, uh, who has been the more productive receiver, uh, DJ Moore makes a ton of sense uh, to attack this pass offense. Again, like I said, had 10 targets last week. Uh, people are still, um, you know, people are, are probably going to be more inclined to play DJ Moore, uh, DJ Moore, or play Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore is uh, more expensive on FanDuel uh, than he is on DK. Uh, I mean, more expensive on FanDuel relative to Robbie Anderson than he is on DK, where Robbie Anderson's more expensive. Uh, but, you know, you don't hear what I'm not saying. I think both these these guys are great plays. I just think a lot of people are already going to be playing Robbie Anderson, where I think DJ Moore makes a nice leverage play. Uh, so, Potentially some DJ Moore, Alvin Kamara stacks, uh, something like something like that. Um, again, a way to differentiate yourself here this week. 
and he, the receiver position, there's so much to love. I mean, obviously, got to love the Seattle receivers, especially DK Metcalf. Uh, he's about as safe as can be. I mean, I was thinking about it, um, you know, earlier uh, because obviously, you know, the same way when we're playing redraft or we're setting our redraft lineup, we want the guys playing later on our flex. Uh, usually, because this game is on Sunday night now, which we, we haven't gotten in a while, you know, this it used to be like this. The main slate uh, used to include the Sunday night games, but no longer does anymore. Uh, so, um, you know, because of the, the COVID situation and the Raiders and Bucks game getting moved, that game is not on the main slate. So it's a little bit, yeah, there's a lot of funky stuff going on. But... But you always want to put the later guy in your flex, obviously. And then you have potential to late swap if you're trying to, to catch up to somebody in first place. Um, but that's a whole other discussion for another day. Uh, but with in regards to DK Metcalf, I think he, like I usually say, uh, you know, rule of thumb is usually put a running back in your flex spot. But DK Metcalf makes a ton of sense as a flex because he's been about as safe as any running back. Uh, his production is almost, not, I don't want to say guaranteed, uh, but his volume is guaranteed. His production is almost guaranteed. So, um, and he's about as safe as any running back that you could start in, in, in FanDuel this week. And I think again, or FanDuel or DraftKings, but I th- again, in, in, um, uh, a week like this, where you are trying to be different, putting a receiver in your flex is a way to be different. And I think DK Metcalf can help provide that. Um, you know, uh, one of my favorite overall plays, cash, GPP, it doesn't matter. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry, 7,100 on FanDuel's, 5,800 on DK. My man is in a great spot this week. Uh, Dallas is just terrible against uh, wide receivers. Uh, their cornerbacks are some of the worst in terms of fantasy quarter, fantasy points given up for uh, coverage, coverage snap. Uh, so, you know, these guys, uh, you know, Terry is just, Peppered with targets, uh, 30% target share. Uh, Kyle Allen uh, is is gonna give us some 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 degaff here. So uh, gotta love Terry in this one, man. Gotta love that. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I just again the receivers. We know about this every week. Uh, I can cover offenses that I like here to just to hit on some receivers. But uh, Chase Claypool. Um, Deontay Johnson, obviously, a bunch of people are going to be on Chase Claypool, but obviously, y'all, you know how I feel about Deontay Johnson, and I'm not saying not to play Chase Chase Claypool again, but all I'm saying is Deontay Johnson, he can be a differentiator. Uh, last time we saw him on this field, 30% of the team targets, he can he can do that for you. Uh, Tyler Boyd, um, uh, 6,000 on FanDuel, 5,400 on DK. Um, you know, maybe you play... You know, maybe you want to play T. Higgins on FanDuel. Maybe you play Tyler Boyd on DK. Uh, that way, I mean, both of these guys are going to get volume. So T. Higgins is, is is viable on both sites. But uh, Tyler Boyd, we know the the reception floor. Um, if he doesn't catch that touchdown, uh, he, he makes a better play on, on DK. Um, you know, so maybe he, he you can use him as a leverage play over there. Um yeah, Will Fuller, 6,900 on FanDuel, 6,800 on DK, uh, obviously a top target for Deshaun Watson, who I like this week. Um, 
yeah, I think that's all. That's all we got for the wide. Oh no, that's not it. D- Devonte Adams. Sorry, uh, Devonte Adams. Uh, and again, I had actually had this thought. Uh, think earlier thinking about Aaron Jones. Um, Devonte Adams is probably as good as a GPP play at the wide rec- wide receiver position as you can get. Uh, nine thousand, no, eighty nine hundred on on Fanduel, seventy nine hundred on DK. Uh, we've seen this offense without Devonte Adams, but with Aaron Jones. Um, you know, obviously we saw it last year. We saw we saw it this we uh we saw it this year. Uh, we you know we saw it without Aaron Jones a couple years ago. Uh, but that wasn't you know this offense which was super concentrated between Devonte Adams, Aaron Jones, and then you got a little bit of everybody else. Uh, but that's where this offense has been now, and so we haven't seen it without Aaron Jones and with Devonte Adams. And so, um, Devonte Adams we saw in Week One. When he when he had the insane you know forty percent target share, but he hasn't seen you know he saw thirty two percent last week you know it's ten targets, um, you know so who's to say we 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 don't get a performance like week one where he saw seventeen targets, right? So I think Devontae Adams is a great play this week. I mean especially if a lot of people are going to be playing a Jamal Williams, a lot of people are going to be trying to. Uh, take advantage of Aaron Jones being out that way. Uh, so then we can play Devontae Adams as our way of taking advantage of Aaron Jones being out. Because um, Devontae Adams was a good play before, but I think he's a he's an even better play now. Um, can't believe I'm about to bring this guy up, but Marvin Jones, uh, Greg has talked me into it. He's 5,700 on FanDuel. He is 4,400 on DK. Like I said earlier in the week, if you... Or going against somebody in your redraft league who the only way you can win is to start Marvin is to if Marvin Jones scores three touchdowns, then you pick him up and you start him. What I also think is when we're playing DFS, we want leverage plays for GPP, we want upside in the GPP. And I love Kenny Galladay this week. I absolutely love him this week. And I believed in Marvin Jones earlier in the year. Uh, He still saw five targets last week. He's still second on this team in air yards per game. So in the matchup against Atlanta, I'm willing to put Marvin Jones in my lineup. I will say I've already put him in my lineup. Um, again, I lim- limited exposure to Marvin Jones. Not a, not a lot. All right, next up with the tight end position, we have for cash game play, it's going to be TJ Hawkinson, 5,900 on FanDuel, 5,000 on DK. Gets to go up against Atlanta, which is the best matchup for the tight end position. I guess I'm all in on this on this Detroit passing attack. I've already spoken about Matthew Stafford. I've already spoken about Kenny Galladay. I've already spoken about uh, Marvin Jones, unfortunately. I've already spoken about TJ Hawkinson. Uh, well, DeAndre Swift as well. So, spoken about all these guys. So, yeah, I guess I'm all in on this Detroit attack, which means I'm all in on this Atlanta attack as well. So, uh, as much as I didn't explicitly say it, um, make sure we're bringing this game back with Calvin Ridley. I mean, he's my favorite one to bring it back with. Obviously, Julio had the two-touchdown game last week. That's 
unlikely to happen again. So uh, Calvin Ridley, we know he's the red zone, the primary uh, weapon for Matt Ryan down there when they get around the red zone uh, with his craftiness. So, uh, yeah, Calvin Ridley, I'm bringing it back with him. Uh, but in terms of, uh, you know, remaining at the tight end position, uh, Kelsey and Kittle, I guess those are my top GPP plays this week, man. I mean, uh, Kittle 7,100 on FanDuel, 6,300 on DK, uh, 6,500 on DK, and then Kelsey 7,900 on FanDuel, 6,300 on DK. Um, yeah, Kittle is the interesting one in terms of, um, you know, his matchup being a little bit tougher going up against New England. Uh, obviously, that means you're going up against Belichick, which means uh, he's going to look at your team, what you do best, and he's going to try to erase that. Uh, but Shanahan is interesting, too, because Shanahan uh, is, you know, one of the master play designers. Uh, he's one of the guys that he doesn't care if you're going to try to take away Kittle. He's going to try to get he's going to find a way to get Kittle involved, even if you are trying to take him away. So this will be one of the uh, pre- premier chess matches here uh, this weekend. So uh, gotta like this one. I mean, Kittle will definitely differentiate you because people are going to be scared to go up against Belichick. Uh, you know, Kittle going up against Belichick. But if you trust Shanahan, then uh, then you then you like Kittle this week. Um, in terms of Kelsey, uh, obviously there's nothing really scary about the matchup with Denver. Uh, they're middle of the road against the tight end position, and he, he's playing with Trap uh, with Patrick Mahomes. Um, but you know this game with the snow, uh, they're going to be running the ball a lot, uh, which means they're probably not scoring off of these big plays. But when they get down by the red zone, they get down by the uh, by the goal line, they'll be probably not be th- they won't be guaranteed to throw it. But some of these passes, some of these touchdowns have to go to Kelsey here. I'd imagine so. A uh, dirty game like this with the snow potentially, I think Kelsey's 100% in play. I mean, he's in play every week. Um, but uh, value play at the tight end position, Hunter Henry, 5,800 on FanDuel, 4,500 on DK. Gets a great matchup here going up against Jacksonville. Uh, so Justin Herbert, I already spoke about him. I love him this week. Um, which again, I know I didn't explicitly say it. Mike Williams is going to be, I mean, he's one of my favorite players this week. Um, don't know what his DK price. I'm not really looking to play him on DK though as much. FanDuel 100%. He's 5,900 on FanDuel. Um, he's one of the best deep threats in, in the league. Uh, Justin Herbert throws one of the best deep balls in the league. Uh, we saw him last time we saw Mike Williams. He caught two touchdowns against New Orleans. Uh, I gotta love me some uh, Mike Williams, Justin Herbert stacks this week. Um, but I think my, Mike Williams, Justin Herbert on FanDuel, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert on DK. How about that one? Let's go with that. Um, but Hunter Henry, he's great this week in a great spot here with Jacksonville. So um, love that one. Uh, if you need a punt play at the tight end position, not really a punt, but. Uh, Darren Fells, 5,300 on, on FanDuel, 4,100 on DK. So, um, like like him there. And you can get real cheap on DK. Um, I mean, min price on FanDuel is 4,000 4, at the tight end position. Uh, on DK, you could get as low as 2,600. Uh, James O'Shaughnessy, I had talked about him a little bit uh, in the in the. Uh, 
preview. But O'Shaughnessy, uh, he saw his routes, his number of routes actually double from week five to week six. Uh, nothing really changed, and there was you know nothing game script wise. Uh, there was no uh, injuries to note, um, but his routes doubled. I mean, he went from uh, running a route on 29% of the team dropbacks to running a route on 68% of the team dropbacks. Uh, so, you know, his usage uh, is, is, is increasing. Um, so I'm curious. I, I will I will play him a little bit this week. Uh, you know, especially in... Um, especially in... In oh that I mean sorry that's what changed Tyler Eifert played less, uh, so Eifert was playing O'Shaughnessy uh, is playing more he's running more routes now O'Shaughnessy is uh, so maybe I think Eifert might have been injured actually so uh, that's what that but that's what that is Eifert is Eifert is injured he's been out so James O'Shaughnessy has been running more routes uh, which makes him now a uh, a viable play in in uh, DraftKings because DraftKings he is min price twenty six hundred. Uh, that'll allow you to do a lot of stuff, give you a lot of flexibility there. Uh, but DraftKings only. Um, but another play I like Noah Fant six thousand on on uh, FanDuel, um, forty eight hundred on DK. He's coming back from the injury. A lot of people are probably don't even remember how good Noah Fant was prior to the injury, but he was seeing 25% of this team's targets, and he's somebody that Greg and I highlighted once the Cortland Sutton injury happened because when Cortland Sutton went down with that torn ACL, uh, then, um, you know, then it then Noah Fant became the top target, but then he went down at the ankle, but now he's back. So, um, tennis or Kansas City rather, they give up receptions to the to the tight end position. Uh, I love Noah Fant this week. Uh, you know. Even with the weather, I think he's going to be a top target for Drew Locke. All right, so I'm going to quickly wrap this up uh, just because we are going a little bit over in time. Um, but Buffalo Bills defense, 5,000 on FanDuel. Um, on DK, they are 4,700. So, um you know, obviously, thirteen and a half point favorites against the New York Jets, so you definitely um, want a piece of that action. And then the Washington Football Team, thirty-eight hundred on Fanduel, twenty-five hundred on DK. I think they are a fine play. Um, we saw this offensive line, this Dallas offensive line, get a little beat up by Arizona. We obviously know that they're banged up. Uh, Zach Martin, uh, you know, guard for the Cowboys, he was out with a concussion. Uh, they're on their third string left tackle. They're on their backup right tackle. Um, Travis Frederick retired in the offseason. So they're dealing with a bunch of injuries, a bunch of, uh, of, uh, of situ- you know, they have a bad situation going on over there on, on their offensive line. And so Washington football team makes a, a ton of sense. Um, also, I also like the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. They're seven and a half point favorites. At uh, at home against the Jacksonville Jags, uh, they just activated Melvin Ingram off the injured reserve list. Uh, so forty five hundred on Fanduel, thirty four hundred on DK. Uh, I think they make 
a uh, they, I think they are a, a really good play this week going up against Jacksonville at home. So that's it, y'all. Uh, again, appreciate y'all taking the time to listen. Uh, hopefully, um, you you know you like the the change in format. That was you know just for today, really, because um, it is more of a you know GPP day, and I didn't really have much uh, cash game stuff prepped. Uh, you know, my head was going crazy with all this Giovanni Bernard and uh, Aaron, you know, Aaron Jones news. Uh, I really almost sat the week out, y'all. So, <laughs> um, you, you know, the fact that Aaron Jones being out, Jamal Williams adding it, uh, adding another, um, you know, an, another potential free square. Uh, and the fact that I just, you know, when it gets like this, I'm just going to play GPPs. Uh, I'm not going to have as much money in play. So, um, you know, it's probably a little bit more fun that way, right? You know, get a little, uh, get a little contrarian, get a little crazy. Um, and hopefully we, we hit big. So, um, have a good one, y'all. Again, thank you for listening. If you like what we're doing, please write, review the podcast, uh, wherever it is that you are listening. Uh, and if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FF Diagnostics, follow Greg on Instagram at we underscore made it. Then follow me on Instagram at JR Football Nerd. Have a good one, y'all. And we are out. Mm-hmm.